dude did you hear that diss track by sidhu yeah it's like roti or something roti where the roti's all burnt and shit <laughs> oh my what god what is up with the music industry these dude, days i have no idea but let's talk about it cut to the intro we're uh, we're doing a podcast when you're doing a podcast you don't have to be factually accurate you just have to talk shit and hopefully if you fuck up you correct it and it's funny Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Um, no, what? Why did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome okay. back to episode two of Benet. And uh, last week we talked about uh, just society and Corona. Today yeah. we're going to talk about something a little bit lighter, something a little bit, a little bit easier to attach yourself to. We're going to talk about music. The music industry. The music industry How as music, a whole. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's it's a cool. Um, cool thing for us to talk about because it's kind of it's been a big part of us growing up yep and our lives now music yep both of our families are very into music um but we're gonna talk more about the industry this time okay you know like um what's going on with artists and what's going on with labels are we talking about industries we see it here in america yeah i mean as far as i mean we could do like we also know a little bit about the Indian music industry, True. but also there's so many different parts of the Indian music industry. Okay. Like Tollywood is a thing, Bollywood, Punjabi music, Garba. We can, all we can start with the American. Yeah, let's start <laughs> with <laughs> where we are right now. Yeah. So I I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be to like clarify some stuff. We are on like the music we both listen to overlaps. But not entirely. But what type of fair? music are we are we talking about? Like anything. Okay. Like so we can. Are we talking about what's popular on Spotify? What's yeah. the most played on YouTube? Are we talking about what's on the radio? What category are we talking about? Well, I think all of those are essentially the same because the top like the charts are all the same, like right. the top fifty charts or whatever. Um, but then YouTube is going to be a little different because that's like based on music videos. What's more entertaining to watch? Because I think there we kind of passed that time of where we like when we were younger probably like high school a little bit maybe even middle school where youtube was where we went to listen to music like spotify wasn't a thing then and so we would put up a music video even if the music video was shit we would still play it because we like like the song right you know when youtube was relatively a new thing yeah yeah i remember burning cds and oh iTunes my god same and carrying those giant folders with the cd flaps it went just from everywhere i went and I, CD players and extra batteries. I When I got my laptop that we're using right now, this mm. is how old this laptop is, I bought, because that's when Mac transitioned into not having the CD player slot, so I bought an extra CD player slot because I was gonna concerned that I couldn't burn my CDs. That's insane to think about now. Like, I haven't done that in so long. So long. My brother doesn't, I, I was doing it one day uh-huh. for one of the older Recently? cars we have, yeah, because it doesn't have uh, oh, gotcha. auxiliary. And my brother was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm burning a CD. He's like, what? <laughs> what does that what mean? What is that? I was like, I'm putting songs on a CD. Wow. He's like, how do you do that? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, wanted crazy. To, I wanted to slap him. <laughs> That's all funny. I wanted funny. to slap him so hard. Oh, my God. I remember also, like, 
buying music on iTunes. Oh, I remember buying music. I remember buying albums in store. Oh my buying god, three yeah, or physical. Four albums. Honestly, yeah. I would still, I still enjoy physical copies so of cool. albums just to have the thing. Right, and I still so, have the ones that I that I used to buy. Yeah, I have them. So Dude. that's pretty cool. I I remember how hype it would be to get like a fifteen dollar iTunes gift card, and then because we never, I, me and my brother at least, we never spent like real money on iTunes. We would just always get we only bought music if we got an iTunes gift card and we would sit and write every single song that we wanted to buy and see if it added up. And back then it was like 99 cents a song. Mm-hmm. So you always have that stupid leftover money and that's how Apple made money. <laughs> so that's how we used to find music back in the day was yeah. YouTube or iTunes or the radio or, or like you hear MTV about it. Al- M- oh, MTV. <laughs> I forgot about MTV wow. music television. That was crazy. That was amazing. I loved that. And you could like search the song at one point after like so like Yo, it's, my name's Rohan, welcome to my crib. Oh shit. I don't think I ever that actually good, watched that was such a good show. That like the shows. I mean some of it was bad, but like <laughs> some of the people were cool. Yeah. But yeah, so like I feel like those were the main pa- platforms that we used to search music. Right. But now like we basically so now like if I make a playlist on Spotify, right? I'm just gonna get all these recommended underneath it. And it's going to, like, give me new music, which I love that feature, by music the Music exploration today is insane. Incredible. Because I remember going to my friend's house yeah. to hang out or play basketball, play video games, swim, whatever. Yeah. And we had CDs, 8 to 10 CDs that were playing in a boombox. Yeah. You know, that's how we, like, we were showing new music. Yeah. And, and or iTunes. Yeah, or iTunes. Yeah, or the radio. Same shit over and over again. Yeah. Um, or, like you said, from, from TV, hearing about an album dropping out or just somebody being prominent in the yeah. game yeah or like an artist you've already know and like you just follow them right like Mm -hmm. that was another way oh yeah you were more people were more attached to their favorite artist because you had to keep up with where their music was being released and how you could get it i think now it's more like my favorite song instead of my favorite artist right which is like whatever that's that happens but like i mean i still have a favorite artist do you know who my favorite artist is no j cole oh nice okay yeah. I, he's good yeah i like him he's a good guy so <laughs> i met him oh i'm just kidding oh i, I, would, wait, I would die <laughs> anyway you're like i wouldn't be here right now. yeah i would have <laughs> disappeared into thin air <laughs> instantaneously <laughs> but um these days it's so easy to find so much music yeah maybe it's a little harder for people that favorite artists because you're being exposed to so much uh but yeah so like back in the day, I was that type of hip hop listener. Well, let's talk about categories that are most popular today first, before sure. we get into our favorite artists in like high school and early college sure, and yeah. now after after college. Sure. Um, so, I mean, m- most prominent today, aside from the EDM scene. Okay, I was gonna say. Yeah, and the world just loving to dance yeah. and those people being super super successful with yeah. EDM music and beats and even artists and stuff. Um, like sometimes I don't understand how Pitbull. Pitbull it's so famous but then i get it when i think about pitfall yeah (laughs) but that's a good one his his nemesis pitfall Pitfall. (laughs) we release Um, an album whatever (laughs) but um uh, that scene is so big that he can be you know successful in that in that type of music that type of mainstream yeah radio music but he's also into like the dance yeah it's like hall uh what's it called hall dance hall dance hall yeah, yeah things like or that. house music house music yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so that stuff is everywhere there's clubs all over the world yeah um and like germany's really big for oh, that oh yeah so like our music tastes here are so different from like the sa- our age group growing up in 
Australia, London, Germany, mm-hmm. India, right? Everyone's going to have a different, like, general... Um, taste. Yeah, taste. Because I've, I've heard that, like, like cons- you would think that American artists are the biggest, which is probably true because it's just, like, so... There's so many. I would think that until I go to, like, a global top plays or list then i see a name that i don't know which has yeah. happened a lot then you re- then you kind of get out of your bubble like oh wow there's there's yeah. other music out there it's not but just like, us recently right w- okay wait one like i've heard that or the cons a lot of people have this conception that or not conception what's the word a lot of people like think that kids in london and england s- still listen to american artists the most but i'm pretty sure that i've like the amount of pe- like people from london that i've talked to strictly listen to british artists and okay. like british underground rap is huge there which is like something that definitely only recently got into the american scene right like stormzy just came to the american scene and then what like you were saying the globalists are like uh what's his name from columbia is he from columbia i don't know oh bad bunny i've heard that name before he's yeah. huge see here i now. can't recognize his voice in a song but i've heard yeah, yeah. I've heard oh bad yeah bunny. same i yeah. couldn't but, like, okay. he's been doing, he's considered, like, the Drake of, well, I don't know if it's Colombia, maybe Mexico, hmm. a Latin country, a Latin American country. But, um, yeah, so he's, like, Bad Bunny now is becoming such a big name here and, like, probably in the top, what, like, 10 of known names for this year, for, like, 2019, not okay. 2020. And just being in California, we have a lot of Spanish in our songs. Yes, which, yeah. honestly, I'm a fan of. I love yeah. this, like this mix this fusion of like tropical beat with like um latin beats and then all of that in hip-hop recently it's been cool and then to talk about hip-hop which has kind of taken over everything Mm -hmm. rock is not dead but back in the late 90s and through the 2000s bands were huge yeah and now you, you hear about them like here and there but you're not going to see them on a on a top plays list yeah and on spotify or apple music or anything like that it's, I just, the game is kind of being dominated by hip-hop by that game but i i just i think a part of that is i haven't like i can't imagine kids right now kids meaning like teenagers right now listening to rock unless is something that their parents are really into and them like you know passing that on so why why is that why is it that these these kids growing up are going to be so different and their favorite artists aren't going to have bands ever it's always just going to be uh, a rapper or a singer or I, a producer i think it's not like they're not into it i think it's just like the Do you amount think it's just of, a cycle because even yeah. when we were growing up listening to our versions of hip-hop r&b soul and rock mm-hmm our parents or even older people were like oh this is this is weird this yeah. is different we know good music which is yeah di- you know classic rock and like, uh, even, 80s pop and things like that yeah but like see our parents grew up with like beach boys the beatles um and then obviously like indian music right but yeah. and like, even even classic rock and 80s yeah, pop yeah yeah mm-hmm. acdc yeah um but the amount of bands like it just has to has i think it like comes down to the fact that it's just the amount of bands don't exist and i think it's because people are trying to go solo more um and like you see that in one direction right one direction broke off but i don't know the details but i'm primarily because zane left and then now zane and harry styles both are like really huge solo artists and then niall and louis are like really shit (laughs) solo artists but they're still trying to be solo artists you know and that happened with beyonce um 
but like this generation just hasn't seen bands stay together i think do you think it's because it's easier with the tools available with with uh streaming and just the way people listen today Mm -hmm. to go out as a solo artist and be successful versus back in the day your band would consist um i mean that's just for rock but but even even boy bands yeah they had they had that category of of of, uh i don't know what it is that singing category what would it be pop yeah Yeah, pop mainstream pop yeah sure um is it just easier for people to be successful going solo see okay i think my theory or not theory like how i see it is so fifth harmony is another example they're a girl band and they broke up and camila cabello is one of the girls who became huge and so is normani two of them became really big and the other girls still have solo careers but they're just not as huge um the thing is one if i'm speaking just about fifth harmony and one direction those two bands were created on a show on america's got talent or britain's called got talent i don't know which uh that's bad i should know that but um they got created on a show so simon cowell put them together doesn't mean necessarily that they vibe together that they all have the same style of music but they did it because that was their opportunity to get big and now they have the opportunity to go solo and do what they actually want so I don't think it has to do with like necessarily what you were saying but it's more of like they didn't they weren't the ones who put that band together but Mm -hmm. i think back in the day like those bands came together and created them like brought themselves up on their own like they started as a band and ended as a band whereas these kids came in trying to have a solo career were put into a band got really big and now they're going back to solo good point interesting yeah so the market has changed adapting to the the listening audience you kind of forced to change or it's been based on how far you want to go yeah or it's just been like yeah like can you name can you name one rock band right now isn't acdc a rock band no i mean in the past two years that's really big you think yeah more like more than one person like a band because aside from like hip-hop and singing and stuff of course you're kind of gonna have your own solo thing uh, but just to close out this band thing and move on to something else, can you name a band that's famous and popular right now? Green or Green Day? Still they're old. Kind, they're uh, old. That's they had okay, their prime a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no. talking about somebody new. Not rock for sure. No. Right. Can you? I get, Young the Giant is oh, one. Oh. And they're. See, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how popular they are, but I like their music. I've heard of them for sure, yeah. but I don't. So, know but their like music. aside from that, I still listen to old, older, yeah. older rock and. See, like back that. in the day, I used to listen to like a lot of solo artists obviously but the bands that i would listen to were like consisted of rascal flats which is a country band and then um green day a little bit i didn't really f- i mean i'm gonna get shit for that but i didn't really fuck with them too much <laughs> um but but also i was younger i was probably like 12 when they were really big mm-hmm. um and then like nickelback i'm gonna get shit for that too <laughs> but i love nickelback hey everybody likes at least one nickelback yeah song. i think I, I, I get it they get a lot of shit but it became come a on. joke I think. it's a joke but yeah you gotta have at least one song that you like. i heavy fucked with them they were so cool to me it's so bad <laughs> i don't know why but um yeah I, I i mean everybody else i think well i didn't even listen to one direction okay i listened a little bit to fifth harmony so today jonas brothers oh jonas brothers they're still technically a thing they came back together i went to their concert recently oh nice i didn't really know anything in any songs so with with saying all that um should we split up all that all (laughs) that this you remember that show 
uh, Disney Channel? Oh my God. Is that Disney Channel? I don't, it doesn't matter. I just okay. remember the theme song. Okay. But um, should we split up hip hop and singing into two different categories or not? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk hip hop first because yeah. would you agree that it's the dominant genre right now? I think so. I think there's going to be a lot of people who disagree with that. But okay. I think generally, or not dominant, let's say it like it has the most up and coming artists are in hip hop that people start following and like quickly as, as far as inf- and influential artists yeah. and they gain the most traction the quickest i think and they make the most money not necessarily not necessarily no i okay. think they they make you the listener think they make the most money but mm. i don't think so oh okay yeah today's hip hop is a lot different from 90s hip hop or mm. 80s hip hop or even even 2000s hip hop yeah. like the, even the past even yeah. 2 years ago yeah it just it's constantly changing so okay. so what do you think are the biggest uh differences in uh in the hip hop in the in the past 5 10 years versus before that production so i think like probably a huge like change that has happened is we're able to like the average person now can buy software and create beats in their room right now like we've we've done this for so long mm-hmm. and create beats whatever whatever through a computer i don't even need to know how to play an instrument and i can create a beat right sometimes you can just put together a series of loops yeah and you make something that sounds great or i can just sample an old song right. and reverse it whatever um and so i think that alone like the way that that software has developed has really changed um like how hip-hop sounds now because we have so much so much opportunity to experiment with different sounds and add them together whatever whatever whereas like back in the day which i love 90s hip-hop that shit was popping but the beats were often very similar and it's like boom boom right you're gonna <laughs> do just, a breakdown yeah already mm, <laughs> no i'm just kidding um, so the, the beats were definitely less complex yeah the, the, the composition was still amazing there's some oh, yeah. beautiful 100%. beautiful compositions yeah but they um they didn't vary it as much and it was the likely song. created live um yeah or depending on how they recorded it you know yeah. the, the specific sound would have to be created live or yeah, even yeah, just yeah. the way you're recording it, it's not just through a software you have external uh, hardware that's right. in the studio you have so many things but now you just have a, you can have a software and yeah. a keyboard and have all those things electronically yeah. so um the composition for hip-hop beats and production has gotten more complex there's the ceiling has gotten higher mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that that uh, older hip-hop didn't have great sounding beats yeah uh, but even the quality of production has gotten better if you bump a song if you take five what you think are high quality r- recorded songs from the 90s and play them t- today or play them today versus five high quality recorded songs um in the 2000s mm-hmm. not only is it going to be louder it's going to be more sound, crisp yeah so just the sound quality and has technology has advanced in the music industry you know okay, yeah 90s can't do anything about that but when you combine that to the complexity of the the production or even the simpl- the simplicity because so many different artists have access to making beats now mm-hmm. there's so many more out there and the good stuff can seep through that you have a larger pool you have a larger pool of what things are coming out of so and you hear all these different types of artists and it's it's keeping it's keeping it going it's only growing i think also i mean going off of that like you said the complexity of the beat i think that's true but also there's a lot of in today's hip-hop there's a lot of really really simple beats but they sound complex because they're like there's like sound effects put over them or there's like a lot of 
people are able to tweak people's voices a certain way and it makes it sound like this weird like out of the norm type of sound but it's really just a normal you know 808 or whatever right okay but um yeah i think that's definitely i mean that has to be the biggest part of it and then on top of that social media is such an easy like like influence for what new rappers want to sound like because we have soundcloud because we have all this these newer rappers know what's like doing really well and so they'll like imitate that or create like their own version of something that's similar and like mumble rapping came out because of that right so i think a lot of like trends happen quickly and then also get over with quickly okay people like to to move on to the next the next hot thing i think our attention has just okay and why, why do people like listening to hip-hop so much is it because of the way that the beat hits or is it the lyrics depending on what artist you're listening to <laughs> it's not always going yeah. to be the lyrics but why why is it so so easy for people to get attached to that genre of music well i've always said like for how i've always seen music anything that has a heavy beat you're going to get attached to because it matches like the beat of your heart Um, So it's like some like a sound that like your body is making naturally, right? That that is just going to be you're going to feel more connected to that kind of music and makes it more personal. Yeah. And it makes it more like um, like you feel the emotion that the the artist is singing to. And so like obviously lyrics matter. Like I'm not like uh, the same beat. But here's the thing. Sometimes they they don't and the person could still be popular oh, or yeah, prominent yeah. because even me like people just want to hear i used to be slaps. against that like no i need the lyrics to be good but now i'm liking songs that just slap really yeah, good yeah. that you know i that, mean it that depends I on the mood to. you're in and it does depend on the mood yeah but you can get a taste of both of both sides yeah i agree i mean and also now like a big thing is like you drive and listen to music not a bit uh, not that that wasn't a thing before but like we have an aux now so we can listen to any music or we've Bluetooth. ever had yeah whatever and everything's on our phone now so like any feel any mood you're in while you're driving you can listen to that kind of music like and people will listen to sad music if they're sad happy music they're happy happy music they want to become happy right you know it's just like a it's just we just have more access now to having different music and that's why we have the ability to be fans of so many different genres okay nice so what do you think about siddhu musiala (laughs) and how he's a punjabi singer yeah but the reason why no, not the only reason he has that he has that character and he's got that he's got that vibe you know he's got the name he's got the look do you want to go look. do you want to go into this or no no yeah that's fine no i'm serious he's got the look he's got that unique look yeah yeah that, that that's him so keep this in mind and this is this is I, i'm excited to talk about this because producers put in a lot of work yeah. they put in a hell of a lot of work some of they're these like, i feel like they're like 70 percent of the yeah work. some of these singers or rappers all they're doing not all of them they give credit yeah. to the ones that help with For production sure. some of them are just walking into the studio yeah. and even either spitting their bars or just singing that's it yeah and they leave and for forever it's only been their name right. on the track yes. or the album and then the producers like hidden either on the back you know produced by whoever yeah or on the track all the way at the bottom super small print right producers are getting way more credit hell yeah so I think DJ Khaled mm-hmm. started this because I started seeing, and he's a big, he's a big producer. Yeah. And I started seeing his name in front of all of these bigger names. He would do a track and it'd be DJ Khaled featuring 
Justin Bieber yeah. or whoever else. So because he released his own album, right? And yeah. he's he's you know he's kind of making the point like, hey, you guys don't realize yeah. how much how much production counts, right? right? Mm-hmm. If you don't if you can't, don't have something good produced, it doesn't matter who's well unless the person's amazing, lyricist right, or right. singer. Yeah. But you know it's gonna be hard to make that track work. Yeah. Without decent production. You know, going off of DJ Khaled though, a big part of why he became like what he like i feel like there would have been there's an opportunity for anybody to put their name first and create their album whatever put song music on that but he created this persona around him right and like you know the snapchat thing he started that whole shit where he would like post all these stories and they'd be like kind of weird and like but people still watched it because they're interesting and you'd see him in a bunch of music videos yes and you see him he's a memorable guy right when you see him you're like oh okay that's dj yeah nobody doesn't know what he looks Mm -hmm. like and on top of that, he would go to the performances. A lot of producers don't perform. And it is like there's nothing for him to perform, right? He's just saying DJ Khaled. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. And the music's already there. He's already created that. So like if for him, it was such a smart move to go to these concerts and be on stage so people understand that he is part of that music. And he created kind of that like that culture around producers and then benny blanco started doing it right metro boomin didn't he release yeah. a, uh, like a production album with a bunch of different artists yeah and like i think it's become producers on um rap first started doing it just because they would have their tag in it and it just flowed better whatever mustard yeah dj mustard okay side note you know why dj mustard's name is dj mustard no his real legal name at birth was dijon all right, that's cool. That's dope. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I love that. Respect. <laughs> um. Anyway, going back to what I was saying. And I think um, it depends like on the relationship and between the, the producer and the singer. Oh, yeah. Depending on how much power uh, each side has. For sure, yeah. But for them to have that conversation, hey, so I was thinking to put my name first. Yeah. And then, or, you know, if depending on who they're working with. Mm. Like if it's like a kind of new producer and he's getting a chance to work with the big big star big star then it's like of course they're not even going to bring it up like hey you know i'll be featured somewhere else but uh (laughs) depending on on how that that swing goes you know they're going to have that conversation at different times sure yeah that's true so that's kind of cool producers are getting getting more credit so they're being smarter and now it's like moving away from just like producers and rap right like now, Benny Blanco is like a pop producer. Yeah. And he's, it's always, but now he doesn't do like Benny Blanco featuring. He does whatever their name is, like Khalid featuring Benny Blanco. It makes you like. That still gives credit though. Because yeah. then you look into that, like, okay, I don't hear this guy in the song. For sure. Like, what is it? Oh, he's a producer. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I really like the production. He, and he has made so many old songs where his name wasn't on it. And so now people are looking into him. They're like, oh shit, he made that Katy Perry song. Oh shit, he made that Rihanna song. Like all that kind of stuff. So it makes it like anytime now that you'll see Benny Blanco, you're going to be like, I'll probably fuck with this song. Right. That's cool. Yeah. So And it's, and so people do not realize how hard production is. Like yeah. hours and hours, oh weeks and weeks can be put into a project and then it can just be deleted because it doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, mad respect for uh, Kanye mm-hmm. and Drake because they both do a lot of production along with you know the lyrics and the way they present their music so those are two hip-hop artists obviously more mainstream yeah that i like i was a huge lupe fiasco fan oh my god in high school and um you know i listened to a a broad spectrum of artists but since we're talking to a general audience i gotta throw those names out there because they're mainstream but connie has done an interesting thing and i'm sure everyone knows what i'm about to say but like he's created 
like how we said persona for dj khaled kanye's persona is so like vast like is that the right word like so vast and diverse both where he is created from his music now this fashion brand now also then like art right and, and then, even before that i feel like every album he had was was unique and different oh yeah and his persona kind of changed with his album you got Hell to see yeah. him go up and down and grow and things like that so that's kind of cool and then he got into art yeah like you're saying and, yeah. and designing and then like i think the yeezy brand alone kind of put him on like a different level like he was a great like everybody loved his music like i I probably have never heard somebody who doesn't like kanye west music right but i mean i bet you there's those people people out there but generally like people who don't like hip-hop yeah Yeah. oh true yeah yeah Yeah. like in the hip-hop scene everybody's got at least yeah or respect it at least yeah they have a few favorite kanye songs but like he him doing yeezys has like put him on such a crazy level that now he's like so insanely recognizable based off of not even his music right you know what I mean? based off other things yeah and his deal with adidas like that i'm not gonna say like obviously that didn't put him on the map he's been put on the map but that like put artists collaboration with um with like fashion on the map um and like i mean jay-z did that with rock right right and it I don't think that did very well. Yeah, like, and he, he he was into other things. He had that. He has his wine. Yeah, uh, Jay-Z has or whatever wine. drink it is. Sorry, I'm not saying saying it correctly, but he's got that business. Something else. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay-Z. I mean, but it was never directly like a huge fashion. Yeah. You know, deal or anything like that. And the way that Yeezys blew off, just like insane. Like they're at first, I didn't even find them nice looking. I like these are kind of shit. With most of most of his stuff that he yeah. releases, it kind of gro- it grows. Yeah. His clothes were garbage. I have to say that. <laughs> they were so, like, they're just tattered. But, like, who cares? I respect that he made it such a fucking huge brand. Um, but, yeah, I mean, who else Who else is, like, somebody who's done that? Like, I don't even know. I can't think off the top of my head. Right? Like, no. Daisy is the only one that I can, like, everybody else has merch and shit. But, right. Like, they have other ventures, but not uh, explicitly yeah. going into that type of deal with and, fashion and, and in even in that right like nobody i can't think right off the top of my head if i if you were to say who think of give me like an example of an artist and something that they've done that's not music that's famous mm. and they're like successful that they're at really good yeah, at. really good at i can't i couldn't maybe that's just me but i couldn't give you something nice. besides easy right that's being diverse no you're right and like i think that's admirable that's pretty cool yeah, yeah. i find that admirable and like everybody's like, oh yeah, but he only got it because it's Kanye, blah blah blah. But he still got it. Like, yeah, I s- it's it's an art to building your brand. Yeah, to everybody listening, everybody's building their brand. Yeah, you're doing it your whole life. Yeah, people just have different ways of, of doing it. You kind of are your own company. Oh and yeah, and that doesn't mean you have to be famous. That does that doesn't mean being successful. You yeah, know, you have different priorities. But everyone secretly, whether they know it not, know it or not. You're, you're building brand. your own brand between yeah. your friends and yourself and your coworkers and your family and everybody you and know. And somebody else could probably tell you what it is, even if you can't figure it out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. If you're recognizable, that means you're on the on the right track. Yeah. But if nobody knows who you are, then maybe you gotta you gotta find yourself. Sure. Yeah. And like, who, like Michael Jordan did that with Jordans, right? He, Jordan's huge. He's huge. Like, how like his however his brain worked back then to be able to create this literal legacy and legend of a shoe that still today 
every single day co- is valued more. Right. And just to kind of tie this in, the amount of times Jordans are mentioned in hip hop. Oh yeah. Too. Like not that that means anything, but we're, we're talking about the same. Jordans. We're talking about same things. Yeah. But. Yeah. So he, you know, those got those he influenced his way. Uh, not even not just in in the the shoe industry but into music hell yeah and then that's like free marketing right there yeah when artists are using your your name and they're going to buy more shoes yeah because it's seen as something that's pre- like prestigious and something that you want to have let's talk about that let's talk about how often brands are mentioned in hip-hop and gucci, rap. My gucci armani jordan's, jordan's yeezys, yeezys. well yeezys uh true yeah that's like a tiny thing but um i mean these days gucci all the time yeah constantly all the time constantly there was another one that i can't think of yeah there's probably one we're forgetting i know it's gucci rolexes are always mentioned what's um oh versace versace yeah yeah and it sounds good in like in a rhyme oh and then also like nike and adidas like checks over stripes yeah 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 for sure it's such a it's so interesting how like, this is not something that happens in um, other genres whatsoever. But, actually, that's not true. In country music, beer brands are, are talked about oh, a lot. Oh, wow. That's very specific, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But that's true. But you're not going to hear about a singer putting a, a brand into one of their songs, usually. Oh, wait. No, that probably happens, too, huh? Usually, I, I feel like usually it's hip-hop. I think it's usually hip-hop. It's yeah. just more hip-hop because hip-hop's more about storytelling and, like... Yeah, it's like a story and, like, you're usually about talking about a bunch of things. Yeah. And not just, yeah. I like that point. So, if if a, if a part of hip-hop is about expressing yourself yeah. and telling your story, um, a part of it is also getting the things you want. Yeah. And these days, you know, it can be bad, but if you do it the right way, it can be good. Yeah. Uh, materialistic things you know you shouldn't let them control you yeah but people like nice things sure so the brands will kind of leak their way into this type of music which is all about self-expression i'm sure though that a lot of the times that brands are mentioned there has to be some type of deal behind that like a brand deal like Ooh. i would public not be or behind the scenes like hey behind the scenes if you mention this we'll give you you know whatever yeah, we'll sponsor we'll you, give you a million shoes yeah i <laughs> i wouldn't even be slightly surprised if that was a deal um because like i mean see how much brand deals happen in youtube and all that kind of stuff they have to be happening in music that's something that people are listening to constantly and mm. hip-hop i'm gonna i'm gonna fucking make this statement hip-hop put gucci back on the map a hundred percent gucci was going like nobody gave a fuck about it until probably like it was doing like okay from inception it did really well it was this luxury brand whatever whatever then it like fell off the map because the designs kind of like People didn't care about it too much. It was too simple, whatever, whatever. Then, like, hip-hoppers started... Hip-hoppers? <laughs> hip-hop I like that. Art. I like that term. Hip-hop. Hippity-hippity-hop. <laughs> Isn't there a song called Hip-hopper? Hip-hopper, hip-hop, the hippie, the hippie, yeah, the yeah, hip-hop. Yeah. No, no, that's, like, something else. All right. Um, But, yeah, hip-hop artists, R- or even R&B artists, rappers, whatever, started mentioning this because... I there was like a whole I read this article about how a lot of the younger rappers were starting to get sponsored by Gucci and so they started mentioning it whatever and then m- these mentions turned into like common vocabulary in rap and so like and also Gucci's so easy to like rhyme with and like it's like a cool Gucci, sounding word Versace yeah yeah <laughs> um and so like it it really put Gucci back on the map and put these like weird luxury like bullshit clothing back on the map like 
a Gucci shirt that just says Gucci and it's just e- like a shirt from China and the printing is done cheaply, whatever, goes for like $200. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> How does that happen? <laughs> and like, it's not like, I mean, there's a, there's a, there, a lot of people know about this whole phenomenon of people with money don't have good taste in clothing and they just buy expensive shit and put it together. They look like garbage. Because they can. Yeah, because they can. Um, but like, I just, there's no way Gucci alone could have withstand, withstood the t- like test of time because unless they intervened with something that was influencing the young, the young people, the youths. Gucci wants to know your location. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and so basically all of these like designer deals, right, with these artists are also going to be part of contracts with labels because these labels are associated with different brands and things like that. Um, and their contract is going to be a little bit different or whatever their manager and agent take 10% of it. Mm-hmm. So we should talk about that. We should talk about how the... Um, you know, like how how much does it affect the artist depending on what label they're at? Right, and how the contract is um, structured. Structured, and uh, depending on how green the artist is to the industry, how newbie they are, mm-hmm. and how uh, this has happened a bunch of times, how they can get into a bad deal. Yeah. Because you know they're up and coming, they have real talent, and this this company or uh, label comes to them and says, "Hey, these five, next five ten years." You sign this contract contract with us. Our owner our ownership is only going to be this little tiny yeah. percentage. Their lawyers play them. But yeah, so they they play them. And there was a Joe Rogan and Bill Burr podcast about the um, about Hollywood accounting. There's it wasn't just about that, but in there they're talking about Hollywood accounting. Yeah. And how these labels and uh, contract you know writers will literally gut yeah. like up and coming artists or even if they've been around you know they'll they'll make a terrible deal and that small percentage ends up being like at the end it's like 30 70 for the artist yeah. instead of what seemed like 70 30 in the beginning which is the reason that so many artists now want to go independent yep chance the rapper frank ocean frank ocean let's talk about that okay so for anybody who doesn't know frank ocean what the fuck <laughs> how do you not know frank ocean <laughs> But um, he was part of some, like, a really shitty label deal. And he basically, um, like, he had some, de- I might get the details and wrong. And this was when he was relatively new, or had he been around I think for he a had while? released Channel Orange already. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Um, but I'm also not an expert, so don't, if I'm fucked up on, I'm it's wrong fine. on that. It's a podcast. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he had released an album, whatever. And his contract stated something that, like, you have to release one more album with us before you're out of this contract. So they kept, like, probably amending this contract somehow. I don't or know the legality of it. Or maybe sometimes the contracts can't even be amendable. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Is that a word? Yeah. Incredibles. <laughs> amendable. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, basically, it was like, you have to release one more album with us before you can get out of here or whatever. And it was within... Maybe it was within a certain time period. I don't really know. But um, he ended up releasing a, like, he hyped this whole album up. And it was, like, this visual album that he was going to drop. And he released it on his website or on iTunes or something. And it was just, like, a stupid-ass, like, hour-long video of him just doing nothing. And it was the most fun. Like, that's so fucking funny. I love it. That's, like, what a genius, (laughs) like, to be able to get out of it like that. 
and he essentially played the label back and he released that and then the next day he was out of his contract and he dropped his actual album which made him like 30 million dollars yeah yep. and so now the label got skimped out of any sales off of this visual yeah. album not like they needed the money they yeah. probably got money from they've got billions cheating over the other the other artists the children but um yeah these these uh these labels and companies are like sharks so these up-and-coming artists gotta watch it even it doesn't have to just be music it can be yeah. podcasting if your podcast is getting big yeah um i keep mentioning joe rogan <laughs> uh, maybe i shouldn't no that's as much fine. but we love e- him but even joe rogan you said noticed on yeah. Our intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh, wait that's joe rogan yeah i'm kidding i know that's him. <laughs> um but even joe he, rogan don't get mad at us we love you <laughs> just let us know if you want it taken down right Please don't take it down. <laughs> but um no he was talking about how people came to him uh to get ownership of his podcast before right. the spotify deal and they wanted a percentage and all these things and he was like no fuck off like yeah no and until spotify came and said something that was a good deal like hey we just go through us but we'll pay you we don't want to do anything else yeah which like, is yeah. how it should be yeah like take it's whatever profits content. you're getting you're doing the work yeah why do you have to get gypped out of 70 percent of yeah of the the revenue and people like people will say like no it makes sense like the label is the one promoting them all this kind of here's bullshit. the thing if it was fair but, people don't know if you look at the details it's yeah. not fair Hell at no. all not a, not even a little bit like the for the amount the label does versus for the amount that the artist does for the label is like exponentially different like it should be if anything 80 20 right and, and that's a lot still um from revenue right and like th- out of the 80 percent that the artist is getting they have to pay their producer they have to pay the managers they have to pay their accountants they have to yeah. pay their agent and then all this kind of stuff and if someone doesn't know exactly what's going on if they're young or just new to the scene they're they're going to get manipulated you right. know so you know if, if the if the agency wants this much ownership of whatever content they need to ask the question like because the the agency is going to say oh well you know ownership shouldn't be a big a big deal to you it should yeah. be that you're going through our platform and yeah you know it's going to increase your notoriety the question should be why is ownership such a big deal, deal to, to you, you yeah. label or agency or company mm-hmm. and then you gotta you gotta ask the right questions and the reason it is because your livelihood that music lasts forever and they make continuous continuous money money on forever. that right yeah. every residual I, is are insane yeah. in the industry i even heard of, of a deal i forgot who it was or it's probably happened a million times but uh part of the contract whatever was signed um like the artist had to end up paying royalties to, to the label God because of damn. the way the wording was in the in the contract or something that's like so that and it was up. like forever because music's eternal oh my god yeah it's ridiculous that's like like and this is going to be interesting because podcasts are becoming podcasts are becoming such a big thing now they've been around for forever but yeah. people are you know really like listening to stuff now yeah um with those contracts and how big those deals can get mm-hmm. like especially after this rogan deal Dude, and the bars hundred million dollars yeah, the bars that are being set over over yeah that's crazy yeah and like okay so there's another podcast called. Are we talking about music? Oh yeah, Maybe we, the let's, contracts. Let's rewind. Yeah. <laughs> let's um, be careful. We don't want to get too off topic. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk more about like the talent specifically, right? Talent in uh, hip hop and R and B. Yeah, or okay. I mean, honestly, anything. Okay. Like, how, who do we? These are opinions now. Like before, we were talking straight facts because right, we're right. experts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's more of like, who do we listen to? Who right. Who do we think is their best? is like the best entertainer versus right. best singer type of thing so here's so, the thing about that like people like things that that sound good yeah right um when it comes to when it comes to music 
but the music technology is so advanced now mm-hmm. anybody can sound good hell yeah um and that's not it's not a bad thing like yeah. if you can make something that that Sounds somebody appealing. loves and it's you know it's your art it's your craft like go for it yeah like people might be surprised i don't think anybody's surprised but the amount of auto-tune that is put you know on travis scott on anybody on anybody even singers because because of how electronic production is these days Mm -hmm. even singers that are great singers the producer will put a little bit of auto-tune on there and people find this surprising but you won't hear it but it'll done so well yeah it's done so well and and because according because according to the frequency of the track and just how it's produced that little bit of auto-tune on there makes the the vocal sit better on the track so it's not essentially changing the voice some it really changes the voice and you can hear it like right away yeah Um, but just because of how how electronic production is now so that's used all the time Mm -hmm. some artists way more than others Mm -hmm. right Uh, but you know at the end if you could make something that sounds um good and if and i used to be against that i used yeah. to be like i oh, know auto-tune auto-tune <laughs> yeah. but then you know let's start looking more into like how hard production is and how good some of the music out that is coming out today mm-hmm. uh sometimes a little bit of that is needed you know for the setting of the track yeah. um, but what separates the actually ta- talented talented singers mm-hmm. are the ones that need little or the smallest amount of auto-tune yeah to sound amazing like yeah. an example, Adele or a singer on mm-hmm. that level or something like that. I think the thing is about music culture right now is that people are starting to not... Like before when T-Pain and like Lil Wayne oh, first yeah. started using autotune. Yeah, it was cool because it was like a new thing. Yeah. W- what came out? Did 808s and Heartbreak Kanye come out before Lil Wayne started doing? Because when 808 came mm. out, people were tripping. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, like what is Kanye doing? But that's because Kanye crazy. did like wild autotuning, yeah. right? He tried to make but it, was it into cool. a sound. Yeah, yeah it was cool. And the thing is, so, like, at first people, like, were tripping about it. But now it's become, like, this thing where it's, like, an artistic touch. It's not necessarily that, like, people aren't shitting on it anymore to the point where, it, like, like nobody thinks they're trying to cover up the singing of an artist right. anymore. People it's just about think the sound. Exactly. People yeah. just think, they don't, it doesn't even cross their mind. They're like, yeah. oh, this is how this artist sounds. Exactly. Right. Like, Travis Scott, I was listening to a song right now. I, and in my head, for the first time in a very long time, like, Travis Scott I only usually listen to if it just like comes on like whatever my mm-hmm. my music but um like it was so heavily auto-tuned but it sounded so good like it right. fit the it fit the vibe of the song it fit the track yeah and like who the fuck are we as listeners anybody to say that that's not music if or that's li- not if art. you like something you like it yeah yeah it's you not know. it has like I yeah it's auto-tuned who cares he's successful and he's good at what he right. auto-tunes right, right? Unless you're, like, making ridiculously shitty music. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, and if autotune's <laughs> ruining, ruining the track. The thing about autotune is live music is very weird to me. Because mm. it doesn't feel live. Right. It is different at yeah. a performance. And, like, their but, mic is the autotune at that point. Yeah, but, I mean, we went to a Kanye West concert. That's true. In, in Oakland. And, and stopped that, halfway. And that, yeah, he did. It was kind of crazy. Um, but the that that production team, whatever they had there, their sound was amazing. Incredible. His auto tune was perfect. Every yeah. song sounded like an album song. Yeah, yeah it yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, but like, does that take away from the live aspect? Is what I'm saying. Like, like I don't. If I'm going to a country, like not a country, let me. Or pick real quick, someone. but if the song is already released like that, and that's how you feel it in your mind and in sure. your heart, if you hear it that same way in live, is that really changing it? Unless you're listening to a track that didn't use it at all in the live performance yeah just I guess isn't, that's true. isn't different like they didn't live up to their style their flow or yeah. to, or their a lot of uh, a lot of singers when you hear them live 
Yeah, they suck ass. It kind of ruins, kind of breaks your heart. Okay, so the thing, like, okay, one of my favorite artists is Kehlani. She, when, when I listen to her music in, like, through Spotify, whatever, I'm listening to it, and I'm like, okay, great, incredible. It's, like, produced very well, whatever, whatever, right. and I love the song. But just keep this in mind. Like, I could make you sound like her with the right touch of no, auto-tune. So, like, there's a lot, there's so much that goes into production. But, yeah, like, I, I'm, she's very talented, and go into what you're about to say about yeah. the performance. But the thing yeah. is, I love her so much more when I see her live. I've been to, like, three Kehlani concerts. That's good. Because she's great. so good live. Nice. And the fact that she matches, and sometimes even better live than her, like, studio recording is, makes me respect her as an artist so much more. So does that That's change? like the highest respect for an artist. Yeah. If they could, if they could give you that same feeling. And perform. Live, live and perform you know? for you. And she yeah. dances and everything. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah. That's talent. But basically what I'm saying is, like, it. I do expect a different feeling towards the music when I see them live. Right. And that's, I mean, if that, it doesn't have to go either way. Like, it doesn't mean, like, um, like I want to be able to tell that it's live. Right. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So there's that, that in-person aspect to it. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, and when it's auto-tuned, it feels like they're just playing the music and he's like the person's there. Oh, so you would want a person that, that's normally auto-tuned in their professional recording to do it without? No, I'm oh, not saying okay. that. I'm okay, just okay. saying like that's how auto-tune kind of makes me feel. Oh, okay. But what they could do to make that... I'm not saying that this has happened also. Like Drake performed and there was like, from what I could tell, zero auto-tune. But obviously there's auto-tune mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in his mic. His, his auto-tune is very subtle yeah like the way he does his his style you can't really hear it on his his tracks either for so sure. like his, as an entertainer his production is really good but for me so. like an entertainer when they're live if they add like a couple words in mm-hmm. a phrase or something like that or mention like this like the city or something like that mm-hmm. like that makes me feel like oh shit true they're live it's like they're in front of me it's not like they're just playing a recording mm, okay you know what i mean nice yeah that makes this kind of this was kind of convoluted so it's, it's it, the art of performing live is is what am i trying to say it's an art performing live is an art yeah and uh not everybody is good at it and it's a second step to the artist like it's not like it's not jumbled together right. for me at least so when we went to outside lands yes uh what this a was a summer place. or two ago, what 2018 yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2019? Yeah. 2018. No, 2018. Um, Outside Lens is a uh, music festival in Golden Gate Park. SF. In San Francisco. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so any live artists that stood out to you there? Yeah. Okay. So we saw Odessa, which oh, yeah. is like EDM, mm-hmm. house music. I don't know if that's the right thing. But they, I didn't expect to enjoy that at all. I fucking loved Odessa. And it was such, like, I think the part of it, and it's just like music, right? It's just brr, brr, mm-hmm. brr. But, but the way the, they were performing on stage. Yeah, the energy they had on stage and the energy that the audience had, tar- like, entirely transformed that performance. It was incredible. And it felt like, like, I would have I never pegged myself to be that the person who enjoys EDM, whatever. Right. Um, but it was, like, a very, very different experience than I would have expected. Mm-hmm. Another person there, Lauv, he's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, he was cool. Yeah. But I've seen him live before, and he was he was different at Outside Lands. Okay. So, okay, speaking of Outside Lands, though. Mm. So, out, Outside Lands is more of a, um, it's a music festival that's more close to, um, like, chiller music, I would say, or, like, not, how do I explain it? Like, I'm trying to compare it to Coachella. Okay. Have you Coachella, been to Coachella? Coachella? Coachella. Have you been to uh, Coachella? <laughs> no, but I almost went. Okay. Two years in a row. But, yeah. um 
that's just me saying I didn't get tickets because <laughs> I waited in line and it I fucking anyway um Coachella has a very different vibe than um outside lands is do you think that's the way the festival is set up or is that a SoCal versus NorCal difference no it's the way that so like maybe okay partially SoCal versus NorCal okay NorCal is just inherently way more chill like people don't really give a fuck about things you can just be you and it's fine Coachella's like we have to impress people like everybody's like their outfits are picked out months ahead of time it's all about pictures right celebrities go there drugs ready yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have they're constantly high well so i mean, I mean outside lands too. yeah there was there was yeah. shit going on everywhere but, <laughs> but coachella is a lot more about like the aesthetic and now that's part because it's in a desert and there's the pictures come out beautiful and um but also the artists that are there are way more famous or okay. way more mainstream i think okay um like the weekend had, was at outside lands though yeah and he's huge but that's like one that was like the, the uh, main you're headliner. right he was like the headliner mm-hmm. okay Whereas Outside Lands, also a lot of people go there to discover new music. Okay. And so you discover smaller bands or smaller meaning like mid-size, right? Like Kaylani's going this year at Outside Lands, which... No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Corona. No, 2021. Oh, okay. Yeah. Next year. Sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. No. Um, speaking of, we should go. Let's go. I like the food stands. At Outside Lands? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure at Coachella there's... Um, that's just me being a foodie but yeah, yeah. coachella is fire food so cool. i've heard too yeah. yeah it's like ten dollars for a single fry oh my god <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean so was out outside lands Worth was pretty it. expensive but it was hella good food yeah it was good food there are a lot of different vendors there but um, going back to the music of it the music was cool it's just a whole it's a cool experience because the the darker the night gets mm-hmm. the brighter the lights get you know, this, and the stage is set Bars. up. Yeah, the stage is set up beautifully. <laughs> yeah, and the artists just keep getting better the yeah. longer the show goes on. Yeah, and you're just you know you're there with your friends and it's, it's for just a good time. Music festivals just have this whole entire different like and feeling to live concerts. Yes, and we're walking around the whole time yeah. because there's so many different stages at yeah. different different it's areas. It's the entire of the park. Golden Gate Park. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's the entire park. So you're walking around and just like it's crazy. And there's like each stage is not only is it a different stage but there's different genres all over the of place music yep yeah but like that was what i was saying what oh do you know what i where i want to go hmm. Lollapalooza in chicago oh yep that place is probably oh my god i've heard so many good things about Lollapalooza, but i've also heard it's like a very big like thing for high schoolers in that in chicago area to go to okay which like makes me a little less excited but still the artists who go to Lollapalooza are big time artists and a lot more hip-hop and r&b what's up with the mosh pits at music festivals like i get it i get it i don't even know why i'm asking this question i don't know why would you why would you do that i wouldn't because i'm claustrophobic i would i just don't want to get i just don't like either me to hurt somebody or somebody to hurt me but that's also because you're like you can like stand your ground i would get flown away onto stage yeah that'd be dope <laughs> no one time i've been in a mosh pit by accident many times and it's really terrifying that's like not, i think yeah, i'm gonna lose my breath Have um, you, you know igor yeah i heard igor's live performance was pretty good at, where uh at um outside lands no it wasn't outside lands what's the other show where, where kid cuddy and kanye showed up and they were in a glass they were in a bulletproof thing because nobody knew they were going to be there and everybody Coachella. was crazy. Was that Coachella? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you're going... No, it wasn't, dude. It was wasn't that? Coachella. It was Tyler, the creator's, like, actual oh, oh, thing. Oh, thing. Like, his festival. Yeah. What was it yeah, called? Um, um, 
my brother went there but he said uh, like people were going crazy yeah yeah where was that though there's a name for it no but like what what city socal i don't remember socal has dope music festivals yeah. i have to say like they have really cool i, I mean, mean it's, better. Just, it's the, it's the music, music industry, industry. <laughs> yeah it's the hub yeah. Of music but um like the <laughs> you're like montana know. has the it's greatest also, i mean music it's, festivals. <laughs> honestly i'm sure there's something dope at Mo- oh, in montana sure. yeah. but like it's the it, the idea is not necessarily um just the music it's the fact that it's so beautiful everywhere Mm -hmm. that you're like combining this feeling of like how much you love the music with like the atmosphere with the environment with like all the trees and all that kind of shit so with all these big name artists at all these music festivals let's talk a little bit about um why people like them so much and why they're so popular i think it's because depending on your skill set and your talent you're either an entertainer Mm -hmm. or you're so talented you're a lyricist or a singer but there's could you be both or you oh you could be both yeah so um who's an example hmm like eminem is a lyricist oh yeah eminem is definitely a lyricist i don't know how much i've never seen him perform of a hand he has in yeah i don't i don't know if you (laughs) i feel like he could just stand there and everybody would be like crazy amazing like you're (laughs) incredible incredible. yeah honestly Um, like but that? no definitely a lyricist i don't know you know how much of a hand he had in production or anything like that mm-hmm. but great great lyricist yeah um drake is kind of both he's an entertainer and a lyricist drake is getting very really good at entertaining, good at entertaining yeah, now he's very good at entertaining so let's see let's talk about an artist that's not super mainstream um joji yes so he's cool he's got like a very kind of mysterious eerie type vibe yeah, with hard-hitting like- beats like kind of like alternative R and B. Right. Yeah. When I mean hard hitting, I don't mean like. He's not know. like he's not like rock and roll type yeah. of hard hitting. Yeah. He's more like um, like he ma- his music makes you like think and like yeah. makes you like really like in a weird place, right. which is sometimes really good. Yeah, it is. Like slow dancing in the dark, like it was a great song like to begin with, and it was what it, like really like took off, but. I think TikTok really made that, like, a big thing. There were hella trends on slow dancing in the dark. Really? Yeah. Dang, I don't even know that. And that's when I was like, what the fuck, Joji's on TikTok? Like, these kids are listening to Joji? Oh, yeah, I thought he would be, like, an underground, not yeah. underground, but not as popular type he's starting of singer. To, and because of that, he's hmm. starting to become a mainstream artist. Oh, well, that's good. I like his music. Yeah. Hmm. Real quick, I just want to say Vine walked so tiktok could run that's facts for me i've recently really started liking the baby and it's not even because like the baby or little baby the baby oh, okay okay there's, there's, there's so a big many difference little, there's so many little the baby's voice is like butter okay like it sounds so like it's deep but it's also like so smooth that like i feel like that alone like he could be rapping over anything rapping about fucking nothing and i would still fuck with it and that's recent. Like, I wouldn't typically never listen to, like... Oh, uh, he's from North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... He's, he has, a lot of his songs are really good. That's cool. Like, lyrics-wise, but he his, like, main stuff is just, like, a bop. And it just sounds great because his voice is so nice. Um, what about uh, people you can't understand? Mumble rapping? But they still... Or even mumble singing. And they make the... Still, <laughs> still make the sound... The song sound good. And people love them. Like, Young Thug. <laughs> 
<laughs> and what uh, the fuck? Yeah, you Dude, know, you know, I saw him dark. live. Yeah, yeah. He was garbage. Like sorry. I can't understand. I can't. But no, but I'm, what I'm saying is, he's he's popular yeah, amongst yeah. The, the these the, kids. Yeah, like for they sure. Listen to his music. Like a lot, a lot of people listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Young Thug and even uh, Sway Lee, like his, mm-hmm. he's got a very far off, like in the e- ether, yeah, kind of voice, like, kind of cool. reaching I out like to that. you from the void. Yeah. Uh, but then sometimes you can't understand what he's saying. But when you can, um. The beauty of, of reverb and autotune. The things yeah. you can do these days in the studio. But um, you are telling... She's signaling me to, to keep this going <laughs> without letting it die. I'm look at at top, let's look at the top music right. right now on Spotify. We're going to go, what, top 50? Today's top hits. Today's top hits. Let's okay. see what's on here. So what we have for today, which is June 29th, um, the top, the number one hit on today's top hits for Spotify is Watermelon Sugar by Harry, Harry Styles. So is that? I'm not surprised. Does that? So what genre is he? He's like alternative pop. So that's still very much alive then. People like that type of music. Oh yeah. Like Dude, Ed Sheeran, Harry have Styles. Have you heard this song? No. It's kind of fire. Yeah, I'm really bad with music by the way, but I love talking about it. So I'm Harry Styles. I'm bad at keeping up these days. Do you know who Harry yeah, Styles is? Yeah, I know who Harry Styles is. So okay. him and Zayn left, uh, One Direction, One Direction right? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know enough. Oh yeah, we talked about this yeah. early in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, okay, the number two song, okay, let me, let me give you some clarity on how much TikTok is influencing music recently. The number one song is Watermelon Sugar, a TikTok, like, become, is a sound on TikTok. Rockstar is number two, a sound on TikTok. Savage Love, literally created by Jason Derulo on TikTok, um, and then the next one is Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. I don't think that's on TikTok. It might be. I might just not be on that TikTok side. Um, but then, so top five is from TikTok. That's insane that an app alone. So not only is it promoting current new songs and make, making them bigger than they would have without the app. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, they're bringing back old music that these younger kids think they've never heard of. But they're hearing it now because of TikTok nice super like honestly dope concept and what a great platform for marketing your music right and that's just the beauty of of being in 2020 and artists being able to have these insane solo careers so fast starting at such a young age so nothing like what you could have done back in the day but just the way the world right now is music is so it's in every corner and the, our ability to access it is just from our you know, it's, a, it's at our fingertips, so yeah. which I think is cool because I've been able to discover new music like that too. Yeah. So. And I think it's just like an awesome way to spread new music. Right. There's a lot of shitty music out there though because the pool is bigger, so you get a lot of that too. And who am I to say you know what is shitty and what's good? <laughs> but yeah. um, with that, with with all those platforms, you you're not not everything is gonna be good. Yeah, but um, the fact that you can get anything you want right now, right. like any mood you're in, you can find a song to fit it. Okay, what about songs on the radio? Okay, well, because that's does who that, listens to the radio yeah, still? Do people do? Because now that? it's streaming, right? People still listen to the radio. I'm sure. I feel like the there. only time I'll listen to the radio is one if my aux is not working, <laughs> two if my phone is dead, three <laughs> never if I'm just tired of all of my playlists, which is like 80 playlists. <laughs> like I just don't. There's not a Situ- unless I like so do you think these streaming platforms are the kings as far as 100%. who's in the game yeah. so forget the top um, viewed videos on on YouTube the music videos and forget the radio yeah but look at streaming yeah okay. I think so and also streaming is like huge portions of revenue for these labels okay um, but like what I what I'm like this radio is still a thing 
and I think what it most symbolizes is how um it's the fact like if if a new artist comes out and they have a song on the radio to them it means a lot right and I think that's great like that should still exist versus like an artist being able to put something on Spotify is super easy like you just have to pay whatever but or like what i don't even know the process but it's i'm assuming it's similar to how we put our podcast on spotify um but so it's not as big of a step but for you to get your song on a radio channel that's that's big shit so like in terms of like for them symbolizing their success it's a it's a cool it's a cool thing that's cool so we've been talking a lot about um hip-hop and Mm r&b um and that's primarily you know how we said it's kind of taking over the newer music right i think it already has taken over yeah people are really into that yeah but what about like these country artists these pop artists all these different genres and i think a lot of genres are commingling now so there's a lot of different um like tyler the creator i think in the 2018 grammys was awarded something Mm -hmm. under urban and he got really mad about that because he was like just because i'm a rapper um and i do something that's kind of pushing the boundaries of rap you still put me in under urban but i'd rather be like just put me what i am like i'm trying to do pop right now you don't have to keep pushing me into urban just because i'm one he's like because i'm a black man and two because i'm previously been a rapper like let people push the boundaries and so I think that's becoming like a bigger thing where people are like and it's making like the music award industry a little bit more difficult like wait no music awards are bullshit yeah like no matter whatever event it is like any awards are bullshit like how do they calculate that is it by views is it by clicks is it by what it's just the academy like what are you gonna what are you gonna do yeah yeah it's so so, like elitist and like focused on whoever they want to promote yeah so that stuff like the the real talent usually rarely gets recognized yeah but the cool thing is he called them out okay and i think the idea is like a genre doesn't have to be so form-fitting that somebody can't break it a little bit and Mm -hmm. become a different genre Mm -hmm. so like um taylor hear, swift yeah or yeah taylor swift real quick i was gonna say i've i heard some country songs that or like hip-hop country songs yeah lil nas like, x like they had a beat no no like okay yeah i can see him being like that but i'm talking about le- like legit country vibe song oh well he is country vibe yeah he's a country artist but like i'm talking that even more country vibe but with the hip-hop beat kind of like yeah, if yeah, i yeah. heard on some it's country becoming, stations so i was yeah. like whoa what the heck like they got electronic yeah beats behind these country riffs yeah and and um like compositions and stuff it's kind of cool the most this most like simple transition but then the country community was like this isn't country yeah like, i mean everyone's out. gonna say that yeah people hate change mm-hmm. especially if they've like so much of their life has been a specific thing people are not gonna like appreciate it that quickly but i think the like the general public likes it and like the thing is everything can be easily molded into pop so there's like hip-hop pop mm. there's r&b pop country pop is the oh, biggest that's, yeah country taylor pop. swift right there we go yeah taylor swift was strictly country for so long and then all of a sudden she released lover there's another red i think was before that all these albums that like are entirely they're not like no one would label them country except for the fact that it has the name taylor swift on it that was the only reason it even kind of got put on country but like 
the definition what's really the definition of country and what's really the definition of pop right do you think that's the artist or the label or whoever they're working with that team going towards what's going to make them more money and what's more popular are the artists wanting to adapt to a to a hybrid style like that rather than being strictly in one designated genre like you like you're asking do you think she made more money because she started doing country pop than if she stayed with country oh yeah and was that her decision or was that her and her label's decision i think it was finally her decision Mm, i think her being forced in country for so long was her label and was her manager whatever when she was younger Mm -hmm. and now she's making more of her own decisions and i think and pop is so much of a bigger like widespread um genre than country is mm-hmm. so like her music hits a lot more different people and okay. a lot more different people like started buying her album and her music and her songs and things do you and think so pop people just like listening to pop more or is just like pop is kind of everywhere you hear it in pop every is platform. everywhere you hear it on the radio you hear it on streaming it's you, in you mu- hear it on movies YouTube, you'll hear it in movies okay yeah. so it's just it's it, there's so many access points i think to pop the pop genre I think pop is like synonymous also with mainstream a little bit okay. where like you just constantly hear it in every like how do I explain this they're like it's in shows it's in tv it's in movies and it's the easiest like clean song that will be on the radio mm-hmm. that like the majority of people will listen to especially younger people okay so nice yeah so we talked about hip-hop we talked about pop we didn't really talk about r&b or singers and what constitutes a talented singer. We did a little when bit I think with R&B, the auto-tune, auto-tune thing. When I think but R&B, I think Neo. Okay. Kind of kind of old. Kind of, uh, yeah, but yeah. he's like, but he to good. me, like epitome of R&B. Oh, okay, okay. I get what you're saying. Um, nice. And who else? A lot of Rihanna stuff is R&B. She, she also brings in a lot more Caribbean feel. Um, yeah. The Weekend is kind of kind R&B. Of R&B kind of pop. Poppy, solely. I don't even know Not what the solely. weekend is. I don't even know what he is. He's just like an enigma. <laughs> He's like the weekend to me is he had he has a lot of good songs. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he has a good a lot of good full albums. Okay. And that's gonna be a controversial opinion mm-hmm. because a lot of people fucking love like the trilogy was really good, but um some of his more recent stuff like I couldn't just listen through the album, but a lot of his random songs are like incredible. And he he has this like way with the radio. And he's a good singer. Like, yeah, he's he a good performed live at Outside Lands, and I was I was yeah. very impressed. He is a really good singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has like such a relationship with the radio that like I just hear like I used to just hear so much of him that I think it got like over like saturated. Yeah, of just like his his music, and it's a lot like to me it felt a lot. Like, a lot of it felt really similar. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the weekday? <laughs> I hate working. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Wow. Ariana is another really yeah, big... Yeah, she's a good singer. Um, she's a great singer, actually. Yeah. The access we have to music and what's trending is insane. Truly. Today. And we it's in every any device you can think of. Yeah, and it's influential. Yeah. You know, these artists are influential. So on every th- on everything. everything and every industry is reverse influential on them and everybody's watching them and what they do and yeah. even if they're not doing anything people are observing that mm-hmm. like oh look they're not doing anything that's true <laughs> especially right now during the lockdown yeah like frank frank ocean's a mystery when he when you hear about him um performing at a show those tickets are sold out instantaneously in like a nanosecond yeah and then you know if he's gonna release an album so that kind of persona that artists have that they try to keep I guess 
it's kind of cool too they have their own little their own little brand it's going to be interesting during this time because there's no concerts or anything right now which artists either kick back or which artists um can try to keep cap- everyone's interest keep everyone's interest and maybe capitalize yeah off of um the streaming services because you can still get music out hell so yeah that's gonna be cool to see if, if new things come out this year yeah so we'll keep you guys posted yeah. thank you for listening we will see you next tuesday and this has been but i'm not an expert with anoli and rohan signing out signing out peace bye